0: Like family with Brenda Donahue. As
1: they approach their first birthday I visit triplets Quinn, Callie and Minnie, their big sister Casey and mum
2: and dad Emma and Dave You grew three babies during lockdown birthed the three babies during lockdown and we're after getting through a year of triplets.
3: It can only get better
2: And you can join the conversation
0: on Twitter at Brenda Donahue or email Brenda at rte.ie
1: First met Emma and Dave this time last year. Emma was expecting triplets, and ten-year-old Casey explained to me how she felt about the imminent arrival of her three little sisters.
0: I am very excited because I always wanted a brother or a sister, but I never thought I would ever get three. Maybe <laughs> in different goes, but not in the same.
2: <laughs> you Do just you... wish too hard, I think, did you? Yeah. We'd <laughs> a wish each.
1: Do you know how quiet things are now, and how you're kind of number one everywhere? that it's all
2: going to be thrown upside down in a couple of weeks, or, or today, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe even during this
1: interview, we might see waters broken. <laughs> <laughs> On a fine Thursday morning in May last year, Quinn, Callie and Minnie arrived into the world and were immediately whisked away to the newborn intensive care unit. It was a very stressful
2: time. We knew from the start, and we found out they were triplets that they were going to be born premature, you know, so I was kind of mentally prepared myself for the NICU, you know what I mean but then this coronavirus came in, just smacked me right in the mouth like, I can't go into the hospital I can't see them, so like I think I've accepted it and I'm dealing with it or I'm just but I don't know if I'm dealing with her or just burying the emotion, you know. One idea though, but I, I tried to put on a brave face so I don't scare Emma too much and make <laughs> her feel too guilty, you know, that she can see and hug and kiss the babies and I can just smell her afterwards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but then came the summer and home came the babies. And as the year turned, they settled in like a dream.
3: <laughs> Are they in the beat? Are they in the knees? Or are they under the neck? I know where they are. Mommy's always nowhere to find the (laughs) tiddles. Daddy's always nowhere to find the (laughs) tiddles. How would you ever be sad when you have that? Like seriously. I live for the giggles. I live for them. Yes I do.
1: I'm now back in County Mead to catch up with the family. It's a good time to do it as Quinn, Callie, and Minnie, identical triplet girls, are fast approaching their first
2: birthday. Hey Dave,
1: how are you? Good, man. Good. Emma's still doing a little last minute bits. Tell her it's radio. What? It's radio. Not what Hi. Look at the great housekeeper. Hello,
2: how are you?
1: Oh, <laughs> how are you? It's terrible, isn't it? Look, don't worry about the housekeeper. Like,
3: oh
2: no, hang on, if you have not ride, like 20 minutes, go. Yeah, that's okay. Look like, look like you look or something like that. How are you? Yeah. Hello, girl. you remember
1: Brenda? Oh my god, they're all sitting up and moving. <laughs> oh god, up and
2: moving. <laughs> look, yeah. Good girl. Me? Look at hard we're eating our unicorn. You don't eat the unicorn, Minnie. You don't eat the unicorn. Here, don't you? There you go, baby. <laughs>
1: Oh, this, is, this room has changed so much, your front sitting room.
2: Basically a crash now it is,
3: front. My granny walks in and says, it's like an orphanage in here. <laughs> I,
1: I, I'm lucky because I remember when you moved into this house, mm. right? And this is your front room. Yeah. So with the lovely settee and the new wooden floor, yeah. wow, yeah. it's changed. Yeah. Can you describe it for me?
3: it's like it's like a crash on wheels or something i don't know what it's like but uh the girls are taking over this whole room we don't actually come we barely do anything in this room except look after the girls all day obviously we have a big huge uh, mat on the floor, foam mat because uh, the girls are all on the move, they're all sitting up but they're tumbling as well so to they're protect the little heads. Head their bellies and everything. We have to get rid of all of these coffee tables now as well because yeah. the next thing is the girls are going to be pulling up and standing. That's the next milestone. I see the corners of their eyes. Yeah, yeah you can see here even like Minnie's little leg is, is getting caught in the, uh, the coffee table there but every day is a challenge, new challenges every day here
2: we go so Qu- Quinn is after stealing Minnie's unicorn it's surprised she didn't start crying actually mm-hmm. but it's funny watching them uh, Like if Quinn's on one side of the room and she spots something Minnie has on the other side she just makes a beeline for her like she'll roll all the way over snatch it off Minnie and then roll all the way back happy as a laddie but poor Minnie Mill is left bloody robbed
3: oh, <laughs> she's no. always last to <laughs> hit the milestones so when everybody else is rolling and dragging and crawling Minnie is looking at them like hey I, I need that back how do I do that how do I get back over there
2: <laughs> that was my toy I had that first Thank you. so
3: what are we doing here so we're just gonna pop them into the chairs and they listen to their nursery rhymes and whatever just while we're having a little shot because they love it and I'm very strict on how much time they get to watch it so this is a treat <laughs> <laughs> enjoy it while
2: it's kind ladies
1: like that you it's that? great to see you again but the first thing that strikes me apart from the girls which i'll come back to in a second but what a team the two of you are i mean did you think you were going to be such a good team together nearly a year ago
2: um at the start now i was a bit worried about the the stress and stuff like that like when anyone heard that we were having triplets it was like there was almost fear in their face you know what i mean and then telling us about how like if you get 15 minutes of sleep you're gonna be lucky and blah 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 no so i was thinking that the tensions due to lack of sleep and no food and just like being zombies i thought we're gonna be at each other's throats all the time but uh i think i think we soon learned that 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 approach wasn't gonna work with triplets whatsoever like if if you don't work well together With triplets, you're going to go like real crazy really fast. Like,
3: it definitely puts the relationship under strain. Like, you could have the happiest relationship in the world and then you add triplets into it and it's like a bomb goes off or something like that. Having the triplets has like it's come in and shook the family completely and utterly, but like not in a bad way. Like, me and you, we're a great
1: team. A great team. But can Emma tell us what she was like before the triplets?
3: Pre-pregnancy, Emma was a uh, fire in our belly. I was opening up my, my first salon, um, forced to venture into the business world. Um, and I was given everything I had into that. Uh, we'd had so many disappointing months of having negative res- results on the pregnancy test that that was going to be my baby. And I was going to just create this mad, insane business that was going to take off like a rocket. And I had literally only got the paperwork work back for the salon to, to open up properly and I found out it was triplets. Looking back to probably like this time last year, I was a ball of anxiety inside, but I was wasn't letting anybody know on the outside. You know, family couldn't come and see us. So like we were very alone. We were living in a different home. We were in a two bedroom house that we were renting and the walls were closing in, you know, and the only thing that I had inside me, except for the three girls of course, was all these overflow of emotions and i think the dip, the big difference in me in the year is i've really come into me on i know the girls have changed me as a, a a person but as a mother i i was always trying to be the same as I was, you know? And people say, oh, she's, she's changed. And then you, you always say that as a bad thing, but I have changed and I've changed for the better.
2: Yeah, I know my patients have got a lot better since we've had the babies anyway. I didn't have the patience to deal with them at the start with them with all crying at the same time. And it did get a bit overwhelming. I had to call Emma in for help. Even if I had to go to the shop before and I was left on my own with the three girls, I was calling home, i around or something, to sit with me. Like, I, I just, I was scared of my life to sit with him. Like, would, it, would you say patience? Would it?
3: I don't know if it would be patience. Like, you just, I think you just came into your own. Like, you were always a wonderful dad to Casey. Always. But having a baby in itself is massive and then having three like i think you're giving yourself a bit of a hard time to say like i had to call somebody around and i'm like this is your first yeah. experience of babies Do you
2: like. remember no, when you were going out and i was like, like how are you gonna get to come around <laughs> <laughs> like i was afraid and i, I am i gonna break a baby or <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a <laughs> yeah like, if Till was crying and I couldn't comfort the two of them at the same time and all, I was getting stressed out and I was sweating and I'm rushing and I'm swearing I and... I think the good
3: thing for you, David, is that you're not like, oh my God, like, stressing out like it's the worst thing in the world. You're, you take it in your stride now, I suppose. You, you have, yeah, patience, I suppose you're right, patience. You
2: yeah, know, I think we patients are to get a lot more, uh, patient, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: what I will say Brenda about David being a dad is that literally if I could write down on a piece of paper what I would want in a dad David ticks all the boxes you know like he's so caring he's full of fun you know you want to be able to play and you want to be able to smile and laugh and do a funny voice and make a funny face and not have to worry about who's looking at you or whatever like you know you as a dad like I couldn't have I couldn't
1: ask for a better dad for the girls Dave What would you say has changed in Emma or what are the qualities that have come out
2: I couldn't dream about doing this without her. Like, she's, like, my go-to person with a problem, you know what I mean? And I know it grinds on her. Like, I, I do hit her quite a bit with her, like... So, to me, she's, like, my rock. She's become my rock. And we, we've had this conversation before. I know you're looking over there like you have a tear in your eye, like, but we've had this conversation before. Like, she is my rock in this whole thing. Like I, like, I know I do pull me weight as much as I can, but without the lady over there, this, this thing wouldn't be possible at all, Thank you, Emma. I appreciate (laughs) your your motherness. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) And Casey
1: arrives home from school.
3: Hello, hello,
1: hello. Hi. Hi. Casey, how are you?
0: How was school? It was good. It's really nice to be back in school. I love seeing my friends again. It wasn't the same just seeing them on Zoom every day.
1: No. And have you much homework?
0: Um, I don't have much homework, now. It's kind of only learning spellings and our tables.
1: Mm,
0: okay, All they're right. very important.
1: How do you think you've changed? Do you think you've changed or they've changed you?
0: To be honest, I feel a bit more independent, if that makes any sense. It I just does. feel like I have a lot more responsibility that I like looking after them.
1: What kind of young women do you think they're going to be?
0: Minnie's going to be the boss, I think, because she's always rolling over people, but then when someone touches her, she just starts crying. Yeah. And I think Callie is going to be another little mini boss because she's the meanie. She she pulls everyone's hair, and then when someone does it to her, she starts cr- screaming. But if my dad picks her up, if I pick her up, she doesn't stop crying. My mum has to pick her up, and then she'll stop crying.
1: You certainly know them. And one more.
0: Quinn is kind of like the in the middle i would say so like she can be shy and she can be like making stranger people at the same time but also she can be her own little mini boss
1: (laughs) and what have they brought to your life
0: honestly they just make me kind of happy like say i was feeling very a bit sad like i seen like my granny was playing with them one time and they couldn't stop laughing and i was looking at them and it just made me really happy
1: can you imagine your life without them
0: I honestly can't imagine my life now without them because they've just been, like, so nice. I really loved them to the moon and back.
1: The year has flown, and so much has happened in this family's life that Emma's phone has become their memory bank. <laughs>
2: have
3: you got that handy on your phone? Um, here, I think I might have it here somewhere. Have you got something? to have it here. This yeah, is my, I think, all-time favourite video. We did, um, we had a, a gender reveal party because Casey really wanted to do gender reveal. She follows the YouTubers and stuff uh-huh. like that. Now, it wouldn't have really been for me, but I'm so glad that we actually did do it in the end because we have, like, really great memories from it, but we've got brilliant uh, videos as well. But this is the moment where Casey...
2: Yeah, right. Before you show this video, I was, you'll see in the... I was fully convinced that we were having three boys. Like, it was set in stone for me, right? So watch my reaction when you see the pink balloons. Right? Like, he
3: was full-on convinced that these babies were all boys. So. What, what do you remember, Casey?
0: I thought, honestly, I was on my dad's side. I thought they were going to be boys as well.
3: So this is the moment, and it's just the cheer of everybody else.
2: This was a BC again before COVID so <laughs> we, were, we were allowed to have people in the house.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you amount of people in the kitchen. at yeah. the crack. Yeah, and you you have such a loving family you must yeah. miss that yeah. buzz of them all participating and all the different things you've going on. People that are in that
3: now I mightn't have talked to in, in months even just looking back on that and I can even hear different people in the background and I'm saying I miss them you know there's just so much I've been lost out on it's really annoying
2: I, got, I thought like that I couldn't have kids I thought there was a problem with it and like I'd accepted that you know what I mean and even my mom expect, accepted it and I was just accepted all around that I was never going to have kids and then when we did find out we were pregnant and everyone was so excited and so delighted and then this virus came along and just kind of stomped out the flames of the joy, really, you know what I mean? Like, it's, just, an, it's like just a nightmare, basically, that the whole family have to watch the babies grow over Instagram and Skype and stuff like that. It's, 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 it's hard, you know. Really? I'm lucky, though, that we have that.
3: The Instagram thing, like, doing them stories in the mornings my nanny um, and my dad being in uh, in lockdown isolated and everything my nanny being so old and and my dad being her carer then as well they were missing out on so much and I was taking the videos and I wasn't putting them up online I was sending them to them but then you know when you're going over your gallery or whatever and you see all these like I'm like a personal paparazzi I've got so many photos everywhere but I'm looking through them and I'm saying oh that was lovely and you know I said go on I'll, I'll put that up I was real nervous about doing it at start but i'm delighted i have it now because we get to share the joy and it is joy the babies bring us joy but it's great to be able to spread it out then as well and
2: they're not just bringing us joy they're bringing the whole bloody i can't go to tesco's anymore (laughs) without people talking about the morning i was down there the other day and uh a lady, like, I know her face from Tesco's obviously, but she runs up, she's like, oh, I got me fixed this morning, I got me fixed this morning, and I was like, what? Didn't know what she was talking about. Like, she's like, oh, i seen the baby videos on Instagram, I was like, oh, that fix. Baby love. <laughs> I got my fix of baby love this morning, yeah.
0: This is...
3: Brilliant captured on camera kind of moment with Quinn. She um, is starting to babble.
1: Emma, that's very clear, isn't it? Like she's really oh, she... clearly saying Baba, isn't she, Casey? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: yeah the end you can see she's a bat a bat a bat she's trying her hardest yeah. to do the whole the, the thing with the mouth yeah. you know okay. she's uh, she's good at mimicking yeah. she would be the first to hit the milestones now yeah. she would be the force to get the, the practice in she'd do it and then okay. the others would, others would follow and she's moving on to the next thing then you know that kind of way so yeah. the other two haven't really been chatting much yeah. yet but this one is gone to so
1: never shut up i'd say yeah. they'll have a job on her in school Do you know what's great is that they can bring each other on. Yeah. You know, that they can see, or they can see Casey doing Mm. stuff and that'll really bring them on.
0: Um, Minnie's blowing raspberries, if that makes any sense. She's kind of... That's our party trick, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And we
1: keep scrolling until we come to the triplets with her great-grandmother, Tess. All right, when you grow
2: up bit, we'll be looking even higher again. Right? And maybe this time we'll be bringing sweets. Would you like that?
3: That was the last time um, the girls got to see me nanny. Um, we have some fabulous photos of and nanny in our bed with the girls and she loved loves kids loved babies everything loved these girls so much but um yeah we went and we uh, we went up on St. Oran Stevens' day thank God and then after that then things went downhill and unfortunately then she passed away in the matter in January it's a bit weird mm. for me to be talking about this Brenda with you, to be honest with you because um I'm trying to like flick past really quickly mm-hmm. through the photos you know when i see them coming up on the phone and they actually dealt with it very well at the time you know because you know older people they're not going to live forever mm-hmm. you know and you do have that in your mind and um thought i was a bit more prepared for it than than i was but um the lockdown again um i mean any need to all her life um couldn't have to send off that she deserved You know it was great people could tune in from all around the world but like my dad and his siblings they're in the church and they felt alone you know they needed to support their spouse or their 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 children or whoever it might be for support and whatever but um Mm. it's cruel it is cruel it is cruel it's so unfair Um we're talking about being robbed the time for the year when we could have been showing the girls off and making connections and re- building relationships and stuff
1: like that and then you know the final farewell yeah. you know and I imagine first of all while we've been talking Dave has managed to get all three children down for the nap <laughs>
2: Magic touch I have, Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> comes with the territory, <laughs> he comes with the territory. <laughs> just, just in awe. But <laughs>
1: you lost your lovely nanny and there's grief, but then there's the practicalities, the food, the cleaning, the kitchen, the homeschooling, all of that. So how difficult is it to kind of grieve your nanny? I think that's actually, you've, you've,
3: you've, you've hit the nail on the head there, Brenda, because... I think that's probably why I'm scrolling so fast through photos. I don't want to land on anything or anything because life moves at an unreal pace in this house. I do often say that your feet don't touch the ground all day until half seven. Um, But everything moves so quickly that you don't really have time to focus on things. And then when you do have a breather or you have that time of reflection... um, you're trying to avoid it. You're not dealing with it. You know. You're you're just you're flicking through. You're scrolling through. You're avoiding um, dealing with the actual thing in front of you. I suppose, aren't you? Mm. Yeah. The, like yeah. It's kind of hard to to grieve properly, especially mm. when you know that this isn't how she would have wanted to be sent off. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
2: That funeral was actually very hard to watch. It was like there was a fair few people at the funeral, and and then like we were all standing outside, and everyone's toes were getting cold and all. And that bloody that streaming funerals, like you know, so we like a few of us went over. Had to get into the car and everything, and watch the mass on the phone while getting the heat up. Like it was, it was, it was the worst. I've not been to many funerals, thank God now, but that was by far the worst one I've ever been.
1: And no matter what sadness or joy in a day, bedtime is half past seven. Minnie is just out for
3: the counter there. Um, I love the fact that they sleep together. They were always together and I like the fact that they, they sleep together as well. Um, and you go in and check on them in the night time when they hold hands. So they're holding each other's hands in their sleep or holding. someone might be holding onto someone else's face. I go into the room and I see them holding on to each other and all and I'm just like, is this a joke? Like, how could they be this cute? Like, how is this their life? And we're so lucky, like, do you know. It's a very special job to have, to be a, a, a
1: parent of triplets. So in terms of your relationship together, is it just consumed with being parents or can you get a chance to be kind of Emma and Dave, who still like their music and yeah, like can. to party in their own way and all of that. <laughs> like, the
2: party might just be in the kitchen with the Google speaker <laughs> and stuff. But, <laughs> like, it wouldn't be weird for Casey to come in here and, like, see me and her dancing around the kitchen or hugging or kissing. Like, it was only the other night. We, were, we would, oh, I don't know, we were just, just having a little cuddle in the sitting. Like, nothing plural, romantic. not But Casey walked in, like, uh, sorry to disturb you, but... Uh, <laughs>
3: And I do always say to her when she comes in, like, she could walk into the kitchen and I'd be standing on David's towels and he'd be waltzing me around the kitchen. And she'd be like, you are weird. And I'd say, you know, there's other people's mom and dads who don't actually like each other. You know, you're lucky that we have a lovely family here that everybody likes each other in. Yeah.
2: So it hasn't really strained anything with us at all. It's
3: made us better. Yeah. It really has made us better. Like when David comes in from work, now he wouldn't come in until about what, maybe twelve o'clock at night or half eleven. And I could have the eyes in the back of my head with tiredness when he's going out the door to work, and he would say to me, "No, you better be in bed when I come home from work." But I can't. I have to stay up to wait for him to She's come still in.
2: There.
1: Come here. Why? Um, why won't you go to bed when he's out working? I don't know. I just. Think
2: I might
3: miss him! (laughs) I do! What's the thing that you always say to me about the skin? What's the...?
2: Ah, it's a... a, Don't you hate that we're two different people? Emma's very, very snuggly, she is. You know, so when she gets into bed and I say this to like impersonating her like don't you just hate that we're two different people because if she could like crawl inside my skin and sleep there she probably would like you know what I,
3: mean? I just I think I, I do be aware that he's gone for the night and I'm anxious now like how is he after getting on and work what was it like any crack like I just what's want what's the outside to, world yeah, like <laughs> it, what happened inside what happens outside tell me the news from outside of this house
2: Good morning.
1: Hello. No matter how late the night, tomorrow is always another day. Asleep. She's
3: having a snuggle. Good morning. How are you? You getting up? You. Left at the other end of the bed today. I'd better get you up before you wake her up.
1: Shh! Thanks to Dave and Emma, to KC, Quinn, Callie, and Minnie for their warm welcome. It's been an extraordinary year for them and we wish them well. Thank you for listening. This programme was produced by Eileen Hearn and enjoy the rest of your bank holiday Monday.